I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Mets finished up spring training probably appropriately with a tie. 3-3 with the Cardinals in Jupiter on Monday. You're supposed to play 500 baseball in the spring, and that's usually a good sign. And the Mets were right on the money. 11 wins, 11 losses, and two ties. Taiwan Walker got his final tune-up in. It looked good. Five innings, 80 pitches, three hits, two runs, a walk, and two strikeouts. He gave up a home run to Nolan Arenado. Seven of his outs were ground balls, as Walker threw a lot of two-seamers, and he also threw seven or eight good curveballs, a pitch that he's been working on, and he got four swings and misses and one call strike with that curve. Walker is excited to get going. He'll likely pitch the third game of the season on Sunday, and yes, he likes the Mets' prospects for 2021. Uh, I think we can do a lot of good things. I think we play defense really well. Um, we can definitely hit the ball, and I think pitching is going to be really good. We have a really solid bullpen. Um, I just think overall that we are like a solid team, and we started meshing really well in camp, and that's that's going to take us a long way this year. The only real surprise at the end of camp came when the Mets decided to keep Robert Kisselman, who has options remaining, and not take a second lefty for the bullpen. Lefty Mike Montgomery probably made that decision a lot easier with a terrible performance on Sunday. There are some tough lefties in the lineups where the Mets are heading, Washington and Philadelphia, but manager Luis Rojas not concerned about having just Aaron Loop as his only lefty option right now. I'm confident. We know we know even with this first series, we have some significant lefties uh, in the middle of the line. I mean, those guys have uh, a really good spring training offensively. Both, uh, well, Dutch is a, is a switch, but Charbro had a really good camp and, and you know, we saw just Bell swinging from the left side more than anything. And, uh, it looked really good. Uh, and you have Juan Soto in there. So there's some lefties that we're going to see right off, right out of the gate. So we still feel comfortable with that. Uh, so, uh, you know, and that back Castro versus Soto and Castro looked really good throwing the slider back foot and things like that and mixing the fastball. So we have some ladies that, that, you know, can have good mixes against, uh, Lefties, so you know we're we're okay. We're pretty comfortable having those guys face face lefties. As for Gesellman, he struggled mightily last time out, but he bounced back nicely today with a scoreless inning. He's a sinker slider pitcher. That's his bread and butter, and with him, it's all about arm slot and a consistent release. My bread and butter is a sinker sinker slider. So uh, once I get I got to get consistent with those two, then you know I'm back on my game and just got to keep continuing doing that. Do you think the arm slot has been the thing that, that's prevented you from being as consistent as you want to be this spring? Uh, absolutely. If your release high is two inches higher, you're going to have trouble getting the ball down. So, you know, once I get back my, my normal arm slot, I put back in 2016, 17, when I was feeling good in 18, 
back down to six one. The ball's down sinking, and they're just hitting the ball on the ground. Francisco Lindor doubled and finished spring training with a three seventy batting average. He started out two for seventeen and finished hitting four eighty six in his last thirty seven at bats. Pete Alonso knocked in two more Monday, and he ended up with sixteen ribbies to lead the team. He also hit three forty, ten of his seventeen hits going for extra bases. On the flip side, Jeff McNeil still trying to find his stroke. McNeil zero for three on Monday. He finished Florida five for forty six. A 109 average. Keep the sharp objects away from Jeff. Brandon Nimmo had an excellent spring, an on-base percentage close to 400, an OPS close to 900. What Nimmo, though, was most excited about was his improvement hitting left-handers and also better defense and better base running. You know, one thing I was really happy with is, um, you know, regardless of how many at-bats I got uh, against lefties in uh, in the games, I think I at least doubled that um, with the backfields. And so, um, or even the B games that I wasn't a part of the, the stadium games. So I was really happy to see that and got more comfortable um, as, the, as the spring training went on, which was great. Um, and then defensively, I was able to make some adjustments early on, play a little bit deeper. Um, and now we're continuing to make some adjustments now after we've got some data um, from the whole spring. But I felt like I made some good plays um, and was able to, to cover some good ground. Um, and I felt our communication in the outfield as well. Um, also, um, I felt like being able to spill a bag um, and be able to get a little more comfortable with that. We were always working on, um, you know, trying to get a little more comfortable with, with that Um um, base stealing and, and also just the lead uh, in general. Um, and so even though we only, you know, really stole one bag, there was a lot of work being done in the background on that. I felt like we accomplished a lot there. So, um, you know, I felt like it was a really productive spring. And then ultimately I came out healthy. Um, and, and that's that's goal number one um, when, we, when we started this. So, um, I feel like it was a very, very productive spring. Nimmo is playing deeper in center field, as is Dom Smith in left field. And Nimmo has made a couple of diving, tumbling grabs of shallow fly balls of late in the outfield. There are adjustments that are going to have to be made during the season to avoid hits dropping in, and also for Nimmo's own safety. I, I would say at bat to at bat. Um, there is no question. And, um, you know, I think we'll make minor tweaks on if, you know, things are uh, – Ending one way, if we're having tendencies one way, then we'll have to make adjustments, you know, either coming in or going back or going left or right, um, you know. And so but then it's it's also going to go from game to game on, on the pitchers. Um, not not every pitcher is the same. Um, they all they all have different stuff. They, may, they, they excel at different things. And so we want to help them and have them to have confidence in their stuff and that when they make their pitch, they're going to get people out. And so um, – and then, you know, every now and again, when, when they get hit, maybe we can make a really nice play. So, uh, you know, we definitely want to want to change that from from game to game and, and, and try and find their strengths and work towards that. Um, but it will change from at bat to at bat because every lineup is different. Um, there's a lot of deep lineups here in the NL East, especially. And so um, lots of good hitters and you're going to have to respect that. So it will change from from at bat to at bat. And many experts are touting the Mets as National League East winners. Not a surprise. Nimmo's not saying, but he knows it's going to be a war of attrition during the season. Every team in the NL East is good this year. Um, and it's gonna, it's really gonna come down to um, a few games. Honestly, it's gonna come down to. 
can you close a few games out at the end? Um, can you come back from maybe a close game at the end? Those little things are going to uh, define this season, and it's going to be a bulldog fight all the way down to the end. So we're going to need to be ready to go right from the beginning. Um, so regardless of what people say about us being favorites or whatnot, uh, we're not walking into this um, with our heads uh, in the sand. We, we know everybody is good. Uh, we know everybody is going to come play against us. We know we have a target on our back. Um, I'm sure Atlanta is pretty pissed off that everybody's talking about us um, after the good years that they've had. Uh, and same with the Marlins, with uh, them making the playoffs last year. And everybody thinks that they're not going to do well. So um, there's a lot of people that are going to have chips on their shoulders and wanting to prove people wrong. And those are dangerous people to play. So um, we got to be ready right from the get-go, and we have to the chip on our shoulder as well. One thing the Mets have to get better at is defense. Seems like we say that every year. Third base, center field, left field, those were trouble spots coming in. So how does Rojas feel about those positions, his infield, and his defense overall? I think we progressed really well in camp in those three. Uh, I think overall we did really good. Um, this is probably the best camp defensively that I've seen in the last few years uh, that we've had. I think uh Francisco Lindor played a really good role in that. And then James McCann play, played also a really good uh, role uh, for us to be to be there. And Almora, I can't leave Alvaro Almora out. He played really well. I think he got a, had a couple of errors, but he did some unbelievable things out there. And so did Pilar. So I think I think we showed we showed a, a really good camp from a defensive standpoint. And uh, we feel pretty good, like I said, feel pretty good going into the season and playing good defense behind our pitching. Mets are now in Washington. There'll be a workout on Tuesday. They'll have an off day on Wednesday. And then curtain rises Thursday night, Nationals Park, DeGrom against Scherzer. So let's get it on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 